0: Hello and welcome to Walk by Faith with Diana. I'm Diana Abercrombie and I'm so excited that you're here. I can't wait to see where God takes us on this journey. My goal for this podcast is to dig into God's Word, allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us and teach us how to apply His Word to our lives and then turn around and help others in their faith walk. You know, Jesus said in Matthew 4:4. It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. I don't think we can live it if we don't know it. I want us to dig into God's word, pick the scripture apart, and allow the Holy Spirit to teach us how to apply it in our lives. Again, thank you so much for being here with me. Let's start walking, shall we? Welcome to another podcast episode of Walk by Faith with Diana. I'm very excited to say that today we are recording our 40th podcast. It's so hard for me to believe that we have recorded 40 podcasts, and I so love just digging into God's Word and sharing it with other people and being able to just say what the Lord has done in my life and what his scripture means to me. And that's what these podcasts are. And that's what I want them to be. I want um, people to be able to listen to these podcasts and be encouraged by them, be able to look at scripture from maybe a new perspective and see how um, scripture can actually apply to everything that's going on in our lives, if we will just dig in and study. And that's what these podcasts are for. I just, I'm so grateful for each one of you who has listened to the podcast, for each one of you, who has downloaded the podcast and made comments and reviewed them. I'm so grateful for each one of you. And I'm excited to see now what God's going to do moving forward because I really hope um, at some point this year I'm going to be able to get some people on here with me and maybe have a few guest speakers um, do a podcast or two. I think it's going to be exciting. So today I was praying about what to do and what would the Lord have me Um, speak on what verse of scripture would he bring to my heart and it it just came to me that there are so many verses that I use in my life so many go-to verses for me that have been huge um, in helping me refocus helping me remember who is in control helping me remember what I need to be thinking about, what my mindset needs to be. Just verses of scripture that the Holy Spirit has used in my life to help bring me back to a place where I can think about Jesus, where I can focus on Jesus and not on whatever the circumstances are that are going on in my life. So I thought about maybe this week just sharing some of my go-to verses um, with you so that you'll be able to Um, See how they've touched my heart and see how the Lord has used them in my heart. And then I know that as he has used them in my heart and in my life, he will do the same for you. I always love it when people share scripture with me because I just know what it does in my own life. So when people share scripture with me, that has helped them, or um, maybe the Lord has put a scripture on their heart for me, that always excites me and I'm always grateful. So we're going to go through a few of the verses that have really meant a lot uh, over the years in my life. So I, I hope that you will be able to draw from those verses, that the Holy Spirit will speak to your heart in those verses, and we can just use them as verses of encouragement and and go-to verses and just memorize them. They they I'm so grateful that the Lord uses these verses in my heart and in my life. But before we do that, um definitely let's go to the Lord in prayer. Ask the Holy Spirit to come in and touch your heart in these verses, not only mine because we're all going through something different. Each one of us are in different seasons. We're in different places in our lives. So these verses may mean something totally different in your heart and in your mind than what they have meant in mind. And that's perfectly fine. That's what makes the scripture alive and active. That's what makes it personal. That's what makes it um, something that we can individually go to through the leadership of the Holy Spirit and allow the scripture to speak to our hearts and minister to us and guide us in whatever situation we might be in. So let's pray together and then we will dig into a few verses of scripture that have really meant a lot to me over the years. And this is definitely not um, an extensive, it's not the exhaustive list. There are many other verses that have um meant so much in my heart and in my life. But these are a few that the Lord brought to my heart today. Uh, so that's what we're going to go through and we're going to pray first. So let's let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord, I'm so grateful to be here today, to be able to share some verses that I know you, Holy Spirit, have used in my life that have helped me um, think about the things that I need to be thinking about instead of things that would be distracting or hurtful or scary or whatever it might be. I am grateful that you use Scripture to speak to our hearts and to guide us. I'm grateful, Holy Spirit, that you live in us um, if we have accepted Christ as our Savior, that you are the one who teaches us and shows us what is in the Word that can be used in our lives and used to apply uh, and and help us walk through in a godly way in situations that really would dictate um, otherwise. I'm grateful that you know us, that you love us, that you prepare us, and that you use your Word to help walk us through whatever may be going on in our lives. I thank you. I praise you. I love you. I pray for each person who is listening to this podcast today. So grateful that this is the 40th podcast. My heart is just so full, Lord, because I love to share your word. I love to be able to uh, just just talk about scripture with people. So I pray that each person who's listening, Lord, would be blessed by the scriptures that you have put in my heart That you, Holy Spirit, would speak to their hearts in a way that only you can. Um, that you would minister to them as you have ministered to me so many times. Thank you for always being with us. Thank you for each person who's listening. Thank you for their hearts. Thank you for who they are. Thank you for their hunger for you. And pray that you will continue to make us hungry for you. We love you, Lord. We praise you. We thank you. We ask you, Holy Spirit, to teach us today as we dig into your word. In Jesus' name, amen. So, let's dig in and talk about a few verses that have meant so much to me over the years. One of the verses that is a huge go-to for me um, is Philippians 4, 8. And it says, Finally, brethren, whatever is true and honest, just and pure, lovely and of good report, virtuous and praiseworthy, think on these things. And I want to talk about that verse for a minute and just kind of... Um, share my heart with you on what that verse has meant to me. There are so many times in my life when my thoughts will just go crazy. I can think something to death. I can... It can be one thing this minute, and then by the time I have thought it over and over and over and played it over and over and over again in my mind, it's blown up into this big thing that it really should not ever be. So what I try to do when I can feel myself moving in that direction, when I can can feel myself not letting go of something that is hurtful or something that makes me angry or something that just frustrates me or something even that I don't understand, um, that I just can't seem to let go of in my mind, I always am grateful that the Holy Spirit brings Philippians 4.8 to my heart. Finally, whatever is true and honest, just and pure, lovely and of good report, virtuous and praiseworthy, think on these things. And when you read that list, You know that all of those things will always turn our hearts and our minds back to God, and it always does. It always brings my mind back to the one and the only one who is true and honest, just and pure, lovely and of good report, virtuous and praiseworthy. That's our God. So when I am able to just recite that verse in my heart and in my mind and just keep saying it, then it always turns my mind away from whatever it is that I was fixated on before and back to the Lord Jesus Christ who is the one who can take care of whatever it is that I was fixated on and the one who is all of those things. That has been a huge go-to verse in my life and to this day I still Think about that verse so often when I go to work sometimes and there are things going on that I just can't quite understand or can't quite figure out why they are the way they are. um, I immediately am so grateful when the Lord brings this verse to my mind and I'm able to think on the things that are in this verse and that would turn my heart and my mind back to the Lord Jesus. One of my other go to verses is Philippians 4 4 which is rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice because here's the thing. When we are able to put Philippians 4, 8 into practice and think on the things that are true and honest, just and pure, lovely and of good report, virtuous and praiseworthy, then it enables us, it helps us to rejoice in the Lord always because we're not always going to rejoice in the situation We're not always going to rejoice in whatever might be happening. We may not be comfortable with what's happening. We may not like what's happening. It it may be very hurtful or confusing or um, just it, it may not be good in any way as far as the circumstance of it. But this verse says rejoice in the Lord. It doesn't say rejoice in the circumstances. It doesn't say rejoice in whatever it is that's going on. It says rejoice in the Lord always. So if we're sitting out there looking for something to rejoice in in a really bad situation, we're not always going to find it. But if we will sit there and realize that the Lord Jesus is with us, that he is not going to leave us, that he will not forsake us, he is right there with us, and that he is what we can rejoice in because he is God, Because he is our Lord and Savior, because he will never leave us or forsake us, because he is true and honest, just and pure, lovely and always of good report, always virtuous, always praiseworthy. If we can think on those things that will bring us back to the Lord, then we can rejoice in the Lord always. And I love that it says it a second time because it's a reminder, rejoice in the Lord and again, I say rejoice. So that's another go-to verse for me that has been huge over the years. One, another verse that has been um, just, I, I've, I've said this verse so many times, and I believe that it's one of the first verses, if not the first verse, that I um, taught my children, and it's Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I had to learn over the years what that verse actually means. It doesn't mean that I can do everything. There are things that I am not called to do. There are things that I am not supposed to do. There are things that the Lord has no intention that I should be doing. But I can do all things through Christ. So if what I'm doing is something that I have gone through Christ to pray about, think about, understand, ask him for confirmation. Is it the best that the Lord would have for me or is it just a good thing to do? Because there are many good things that we could be doing, but they're not all the best that God has for us. We want to do what the Lord has called us to do. I can do all things through Christ. So anything and everything that I am asked to do, anything and everything that I want to do, Anything and everything that looks like a really good thing to do, that may very well be a really good thing to do, just not a really good thing for me to do, um, I need to run that through Christ. And then if it is something that he has for me to do, I can do it. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can walk through whatever it is that I need to walk through because I'm walking through it with Christ. I can do whatever it is that I need to do because I'm doing it through Christ. Those are the things that are important, is what I'm trying to do through Christ. Because that's very important. Even in situations that we find ourselves in that are unpleasant or hurtful or more than we can bear. I can do all things through Christ. On my own, I would not be able to walk through some of the things that the Lord has allowed me to walk through over the years of my life. But through Christ, I can do all of it. Because He's with me and He will strengthen me. I can't do anything in my own strength. That's the problem sometimes. We try so hard to do things and we're doing them in our own strength and we're doing things that we have not gone through Christ, that we have not funneled through Christ, through prayer um, and allow the Lord to give us confirmation and show us if that is something that He would have us do. And we are walking through things that maybe the Lord has allowed in our lives, but we're trying to walk through them without him we're not going through them with him so that has been a big verse for me to just be able to say okay am I trying to do this through Christ and or am I trying to do this outside of him because he's the one that gives me strength and I can only do things through him Another go-to verse for me is Colossians 3:15, which says, let the peace of God rule in your hearts to which indeed you were called in one body and be thankful. Now, the first part of that verse and the last part of that verse have meant so much to me over the years, because when I find myself in a situation where I can't find any peace, where I don't have any peace, or I feel frustrated or angry or upset, and I can't seem to let go of it. Um, I always go back to this verse, let the peace of God rule. And in that, I need to understand that I have a choice in allowing the Holy Spirit and God's peace to rule over whatever it is that's going on in my heart, my emotions, my frustration, anger, hurt, whatever it is. I can let the peace of God rule in my heart. And when you think about it, I have to be the one to allow it to rule and to understand that if it says let the peace of God rule, then there are going to be things in my life that it has to rule over. So I have a choice in allowing or letting the peace of God rule in my heart. Or allowing other things to rule in my heart. And the last part of that verse where it says, and be thankful, was so big for me when I realized that so often I am functioning without ever having any grateful heart, no thankfulness, thankfulness, no gratitude in my heart. So when I start feeling upset, angry, frustrated, no peace, I immediately go back to, what are you thankful for, Di? Where is your grateful heart? Because it says be thankful. It's a state of being. It's not for me to be picking out every single thing in the world to be thankful for, although there is nothing wrong with that, and I do that often because it's a reminder that I am to be in a state of gratitude. But it's it's that verse is a huge reminder for me that I am to allow God's peace to rule in my heart and to be thankful and in being thankful that automatically triggers more peace in my heart and in my mind i'm so grateful ephesians 4:32 is another go-to verse for me it's be kind to one another tender hearted and forgiving each other just as god in christ also has forgiven you now there are those situations that i have found myself in in my lifetime where i've had to say I can be kind. I may not want to. I may not like what's happening. I may not like what's going on, but I can be kind. And when the Lord, when I turn that over to the Lord and, and make up my mind that I am going to be kind in whatever the situation is, then the tenderheartedness and the forgiveness follows. But until I make up my mind to be kind In my heart, in my mind, in my spirit, be kind to one another. I might not like what that person's doing. They may be coming at me in all kinds of different directions, but I can still be kind in the Lord, tenderhearted, in the Lord, forgiving each other, in the Lord. Why? Because I have been forgiven so much. And that verse reminds me that I can start with being kind, And then be tenderhearted and then be forgiving because I have been forgiven much and God has forgiven me through Christ. So it's a huge reminder that I have no right to be angry or hateful or hurtful to someone else. I have been forgiven much. I must do the same. I can choose to be kind, tenderhearted, and forgiving because that's how Christ has been to me. Another one for me is 2 Timothy 1 7, and I use this a lot because I am a fairly emotional person, and when I uh, feel fear or anxiety or anything rising up in me, I always go to the scripture because that is what calms me, and this verse has been huge. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. 2 Timothy 1.7. I love that verse because I know that when my mind starts racing and everything starts going on around me and I become fearful, then that's not from God. That spirit of fear that tries to come on me that completely um, just locks me down or shuts me down is not from God. So I can say that's not from God. God has given me a spirit of power and love, and a sound mind. And when I can go back to 2 Timothy 1-7 and say in my heart and in my mind, God has not given me the spirit of fear that's trying to climb all over me. For whatever it is, it may not be that I am physically afraid of something, but it may be a situation that I'm fearful in, or someone that I'm fearful of, or something going on that has gotten me fearful. I can go to that verse because that did not come from God. God has given me a spirit of power and love and a sound mind through him. Now, the last one that has been very big and still is huge in my life, and I say it often, is First Peter 5.10. After you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ will himself perfect, confirm, strengthen and establish you. That is such an encouraging verse because it says after you have suffered for a while, we already know if you read, I've said this many times in the podcast, John chapter 16 and 17, we're told that we're going to have troubles in this world. So when we know that and we're walking through those troubles and we're suffering and we're hurt and we're upset to be able to go back to 1 Peter 5.10 and say, make it personal after I have suffered for a little while, I'm going to suffer. It says after, after you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace, he's the only one who can strengthen, perfect, confirm, and establish us. He's the only one that can do it. After we have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, he called me He's not going to leave me in this state of suffering all the time. He called me. So after I have suffered for a while, the God of all grace who called me to his eternal glory in Christ will himself, not anyone else. I'm not going to be able to get this from anyone else. Only God. Some people may make me feel better from time to time, but the one who is actually going to perfect, confirm, strengthen, and establish me Is God, and I love that verse. It's such a go-to verse for me. I pray that these verses have helped you. I pray that these are verses that you can just put on little cards and stick all over the place. That's what I do. Um, I have to write them and write them and write them. I find that I remember things much better when I write them down or type them out over and over again. Um, That's just one of the little things that that helps my mind remember things, but these are verses that over the years I have used many times. I pray um, as I close this this 40th podcast today um, that they have encouraged you and that they will strengthen you and help you. Scripture is what we need in our lives to go to, um, to open our hearts and our minds to receive what the Holy Spirit has for us and that will help walk us through. Um, I hope you know that I'll be praying for you this week. I, I pray that you can and use these verses. I pray that the Holy Spirit speaks to your heart so mightily through these verses. Um, don't forget to visit the website at www.walkbyfaithwithdiana.com and visit the Facebook page. And you can send me some messages through there. I've had a couple of people send messages um, to me this past week. I'm very grateful for that because I know to pray for you. I know the things that some of the things that you're going Definitely lifting you up, so I'm very grateful for those who have reached out, especially this week. It's been big for me. Um, and also, you can email me at walkbyfaithdiana at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you, I love to pray for people. Know that I'll be lifting you up. Use some of these verses this week as you walk by faith and not by sight. Thank you so much for joining me today. God bless you.